I'm Bobby. I'm Avon. This could, could be, be a podcast. podcast. Well, stage fright's a weird thing. I mean, because I mean, I'm assuming you've never had stage fright. Uh, no, not really. I get like nervous. No, really? I mean, I'm like there's a little bit of butterflies, you know. Really? Like right before? Huh? Like five seconds before I walk on? Okay. And it's just like, oh, yep, we're doing this thing, and I gotta remember that I gotta say this every time. Uh, almost every time, yeah. Wow. And then it's just like, then it's just, and then once you get, well, then once you go and you're going, but it's literally just like, and it's not nervous. It's more just, I I don't know if it's anticipation. I don't know if it's nervousness or, or what, but there's a certain level of, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what you'd call it. Well, it's stage fright. I, I don't, well, it's not stage fright because I don't get scared because I do it. Well, no, but I mean, <laughs> but, yeah, it's nerves. It's, nerves it's, is stage there's, fright. There's a, there's what a, is l- the exact definition of stage it, fright? It's nerves. And yeah, and it's always been like, you know, literally like, because I think stage fright implies that you're locking up. No, I mean, so. Performance anxiety. Performance anxiety, for sure. Because like, I know for like playing and playing music. For years and years and years, I, I remember it was one of those things, and I don't want to be yeah, uh, to uh, tooting my own horn kind yeah. of thing. But like, I just didn't have. You were a working musician, but I didn't have. I didn't have a fear of getting on stage, even from the get go. Like you, like probably in times when I should have. That's the yeah. other, like the other side of that coin of. Yeah. I probably should have been a little cognizant of like not being able to perform the way that I think I'm performing, or you know, sure, in the open mic night years, basically, yeah. where. You know, you have this confidence and bravado, and then, but you're not bringing it. You're not performing the yeah. way that you're uh, appearing, and so stage fright was always foreign to me. Sure, because I, I get anxiety, but yeah. I don't get stage fright. I, I'm like I said, I'm not scared to go out. No, but I'm certainly cognizant that I'm like getting ready to flip a switch. So you know, you know. Yeah, but in and it's and it's and it's and it's certainly it is something in my stomach. It's that's like what I would a, say. A little bit of butterflies. You're getting and, and a physical. I'm getting yeah. I can feel a little bit, and it's butterflies in your stomach. And it's not like it's something that I hate or makes me feel bad or mm-hmm. I don't feel good about it. I know it's there. I know it's like oh okay. Well, and I'm sure we're, yeah. We're if doing it's this anxiety, thing. I'm sure that it's just like any other anxiety. There's varying stages of know. anxiety. I, I don't know. Because like there could be crippling anxiety, or there can right. just be like, oh, you know, um, I don't know. Can be like, we can there can be light anxiety, basically. Yeah, you know, I where, don't know about that about me. I because I don't like. What well, doesn't seem like you have crippling anxiety? Right, I don't know if you I have cognizant anxiety. anxiety. Like it's like I know I'm going to do this thing, so I'm going to go do this thing, and it's literally like, and then as soon as I push my push my way through the curtains, and I'm on stage. So then we're there. So stage fright, as Wikipedia states it, uh, or performance anxiety, is the anxiety, fear, or persistent phobia which may be aroused in an individual by the requirement to perform in front of an audience, whether actual or potential, potentially, for example, when performing before a camera. Performing in front of an unknown audience can cause significantly more anxiety than performing in front of familiar faces. In some cases, the person will suffer no such fright from this, while they might suffer from not knowing who they're performing to. In the context of public speaking, this may precede or accompany participation in any activity involving public self-presentation. So, 
Yeah. It seems like you get you get a little uh like a little thing. Yeah, it's it's literally it's, it's literally little, it's literally butterflies in your stomach. A tick. And, yeah. and like and that's that's it. I don't It's not crippling. I don't get dry mouth, I don't get shaky, I don't lock up. Mm-hmm. It's literally just like mm. How are you at public speaking? I mean, I'm fucking amazing at public speaking. <laughs> <laughs> you can I like I How often do you public speak? Uh, speak I don't know. I mean, I guess not necessarily public, but like meetings and stuff and you know, like you know, I I have to go to meetings and have but to that's speak not public meetings. speaking. But, well, it is. I mean, talking to a group of like fifteen people, twenty yeah. people, you know, of your peers, of my well, some of them are some of them are higher up than I am. Okay, familiar so, faces though. If we're going familiar, back to the debate, uh, sure, yeah, familiar faces. Sure. So you get you get, but a, like I don't know, a comfort. Honestly, right now you could drop me like in in front of a group of people and say, "Hey, Nathan, can you please talk about?" XYZ. Yeah. And you can just speak confidently. You can, yeah, you can, yeah. And I could confidently yeah. speak about, you know, that or, or like related to me. Wow. I, I mean, I, I just like, that's literally. My mind kind of went to a, uh, like a dark comedy movie of a, like a motivational speaker, like someone that does the rounds and just because we recently had to record a chamber of commerce uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. meeting and yeah. it was, and I, had wish a, I, I wish I was there. I know. That. I wish you were there too. Cause just it was, cause so I could get paid, but well, it was <laughs> fucking crazy. So we, um, so they had a, but I've recorded a couple of those in the past. Well, and they had a keynote speaker that came, yeah, and his ent- his entire like presentation was basically, you know, here are some things that are some fun, some fun hip cities are doing, and you guys should do them. And oftentimes, you guys are already doing them. You know, it's like stuff like that where it's like, <laughs> hey, you guys should build, you guys should do like murals on the on the wall, side of the buildings, and everything like that. And it's like. We're I see you guys. I see you guys are already doing that. But here's here's the difference. I'm not a painter, but after I'm done looking at a painting, it's kind of done for me, and I really don't see any value in it afterwards. But here's the thing that blah 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 police did, where they did like a paint by numbers. So they had people in the community come out and then paint a little section of it. So every time they drove by, be like, "Hey, see that over there? I help paint that." It's like, um. What? <laughs> you're, I mean, I how much get, money I, do you I think get, you're getting paid? I, I like I get that exercise though. Just FYI, like, because it involves ownership. Like that's that's what that's what that's the interesting thing about that. It's uh, a now, chamber now of is, commerce. Now meeting. is that going to continue? Is no that gonna, money. Is that going to drive money into? No. He used the words Absolutely. canine infrastructure. Yeah. I, to mainly build dog parks. Did you ever have you ever taken your dog to the dog park? It's just I on have. the road. And it's a it's, it's a, a shit, shit show every it's a time. Shit, it's a bad dog park. I I've heard that from multiple people that it's not a good dog park. I think dog parks in general, like it's just asking for trouble. Yeah, it's just asking for my dog to so, get into another fight with another dog. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just numbers. It's just a statistical probability. And your dog has zero control. You have zero control over your dog. I have more control over my dog than the dogs that are at as the dog someone park. who's walked in your house multiple times and been severely. But he's not like that around other dogs. Attacked. He's not. <laughs> also, you have no control of your children then. <laughs> I know. I have nowhere to. Well, listen, Cole gets them all riled up. Uh, they were being weird anyway, last night. Anyhow, my, go on. my point is, is that, like, yeah. Uh, going back to the stage fright thing, like, if you could make a movie around a, a person that does the rounds and, yeah. like, has to rework the speeches and, the, like, motivational speaker, kind of keynote address speakers Here, and stuff like that, yeah. like, I think that'd be good. Here's the deal. I feel like right now, if everything just went to hell for me, I feel like I could become a sham 
public speaker, that's, that's, a motivational speaker, mm-hmm. like in a drop of a hat. I feel like I could become a motivational speaker uh, just out of nowhere. I think that's and a I, movie I'd like to watch. And, like, because 100%, I, I feel all self-help books and all motivational speakers <laughs> are, scams. are all just scams. Yeah. I've, and, and, maybe it's, and maybe it's me. Yeah, no, I, they are. I feel like I have, um, you know, I've got a pretty good understanding about who I am and what I am and what's going on in the world. And, and like, I feel like I've got a pretty good compass about what's going on mm-hmm. with myself and my, in my being that the ask to anybody else to help me figure it out is a fucking like, well, I just, I don't, I, I'm, I can't imagine there's, I have no room in my head for an, an idea that I need someone else to help guide me as a person. And I also think it's interesting that you, that, but also that there is one answer. Uh, right, but that, that there's one answer right, though. Like right. that's the thing. Like I do a lot of golfing. Uh, and we were talking earlier. Like we have three cats in the house. Like in the amount of times that my wife will go online and look at like so when cats do this, that means this. It's like oh, how many cats did they interview Pole, for yeah. that fucking? <laughs> how do they get that? No, yeah, it just, I don't know. But again, it's like with golf too. It's another just a good example of like everyone golfs differently. The the tip that I give you. Can may work for you. It may not work for right. you. It may right. be something that you figure out on your own. Yeah. But there's no right one way to golf. Like yeah. there's no one way to do it correctly. Right. And there's like there's no one way to find happiness or be successful or anything uh, like that. Right. And then to believe that there is a over overall like uh, answer for everything. And it's enough to write a book about. Enough for a bunch of people to read it. I yes. remember um, when I first moved back and started playing in my, my rock band. Um, what was it? It's a secret. The secret, the secret. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, I do. So our our drummer got really into the secret, <laughs> really into it to the See, point where our drummer and our bass player basically fought one night. Like, didn't have fisticuff, but destroyed some shit. Like, just destroyed personal. Did property. they? Did they destroy his vision board? No, uh, they destroyed the audio CD that he had. Like the the book, the audio book oh. on CD. Like the bass player was just so fucking sick and tired of hearing. I'm about done it. listening. He's to like, this is fucking bullshit. Blah, and he just it broke is it. Bullshit. And. It was. It was. It's but, all bullshit. But again, it's like, well, okay, this that, that's that's a band aid, you know, when you're looking for a tourniquet kind of thing. And it's also yeah. it's a lottery ticket in many ways as well. It's like it can work for you, but it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Right. And it's a lot of it's perception based too, which is kind of the magic trick. I involved. feel a lot of it's just placebo. Like I think you True. know, yeah. it, my honestly, my motivation is just like, just try to be happy. Try to understand what that is like yeah like mm-hmm. yeah it's gonna feel weird and it's gonna be feel bad but just try to be happy well again a lot of people and i'm not talking about those who are clinically depressed and those who are actually on medications and those who you know see i'm talking about people who just flip through fucking books at the library you know the amount of people that would buy self-help Garbage. books yeah self-help books you know all that stuff. I just think I do think it'd be a really interesting movie. I'm gonna write it down. That's a good. Uh, that's like one of my favorite things. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine. The the beginning of Little Miss mm-hmm. Sunshine. Just yeah. Fail. Greg Kinnear failing uh, to get his get his book done. Get his uh, his uh, his motivational speaker. But I want I want Greg Kinnear again. with no family. I want him alone in a room, like kind of like the sad clown. I guess that would be yeah. the the analogy that you'd be looking for. You know. Sure. But you, when you're going and you're trying to hype up everybody, because going back to this Chamber of Commerce uh, yeah. um, keynote address, like he thought he was big shit, and I guess that's kind of par for the course. That, you have to, you have to like well, walk into to. like, guys, <laughs> hey everyone, I'm here. 
guys, you're welcome. You know, yeah. I buy two books for sale. I for, he had horrible. Oh, he names. said some. Oh no, he had books for sale. He had two books. I for don't. Sale. I don't understand that. As someone that has a book for sale, mm-hmm. the idea of like pimping your book yeah. seems horrible. Oh, By the way, if you want to like look it up on Amazon, it's things I've said to my children. Uh, it's just fun. It's a fun book about parenting, and uh, you know, hopefully, you can relate to it because you know, being a parent can be crazy. So anyway, people who try to hawk their own <laughs> books, they're pieces of shit. Exactly. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> right. I, I, I don't like that. But I just imagine him like loading his like Honda Civic <laughs> at the at the end of the day. <laughs> Shitty beat just, up yeah. fucking Honda Civic or and then just Toyota uh, boxes of books that he didn't sell like again. A, and he's taking off his one suit that he has at the end of the night. And he just puts like, it, he's putting on the coat hanger. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a movie right there. And just that follow. could be. Can Jim Carrey play like a straight motivational speaker and just like the Ugh. duality, like the bipolar duality that you would have, like depression in your Motel Six, and then just pure energy at the mm-hmm. La Quinta Convention Center that you're oh, performing man. at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like a turnaround. Like, mm, can we do Sam Rockwell instead? This yeah. We're sure. talking about yep. Sam Rockwell. Sure. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, can we get? Well, can sure. we just get Sam Rockwell as a motivational speaker? No yep. matter it, like. Highs, lows, ups, yeah. downs, funny, yep. serious. Mm-hmm. Can I just get Sam Rockwell as a yeah as yeah. a motivational sure. speaker? I don't. My mind went to Jim Carrey first, but you're yeah, absolutely right. Sam, if Sam Rockwell wants the part, he's got it. Can there be a shitty, uh, almost not quite black comedy, but like a black romantic comedy where he's a motivational speaker? It, no, you got to go. Is a what's a black comedy versus a dark comedy? Is I it, mean, I mean black. I mean. It could be a dark comedy. So black, I mean, you, means like that things are really super bad. Usually involves a little bit more serious things like death or. I've I've never uh, heard of the term black black comedy. comedy. Yeah, I black, mean, yeah, 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 black comedy okay. as, as compared to dark comedy. It's okay. just it's what would same, be an it's example? The same, it's same thing. Um, now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna guess if I Google black, black comedy, comedy, it's not going to come up with what mm. you're looking for. But anyway. Yeah, that's a good question. What would be a good example? Black humor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. gallows humor, yeah. Dark, black humor, dark humor, dark comedy, morbid humor. So it's humor. a varying de- a, a yeah. degree yeah. of dark humor. Yeah. yeah. A spectrum. Uh, exactly. I want some examples. So uh, these these are all literary examples, yeah. which, I mean, who reads Ga- anymore? You want to read some gallows speeches? That's funny. Is that funny? Is there funny, like... Let's see here. Let's see if we can find some movies. Uh, no, not really. Here, uh, that's interesting. So I guess there hasn't been a black. I mean, there's comedy made. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I don't want to say very bad things, but you know. Oh God, what was that movie? Was, was that where they killed a hooker? Yeah. Uh, Christian Slater. Christian Slater and John Favreau and. But the, how is that oh, not oh, a dark comedy? What's his name? Jeremy Piven. Yep, Jeremy Piven. Yeah, it's a black comedy. I mean, dark comedy. Yeah, that's a dark comedy. Yeah, it's the same. I mean, it's the same thing. I think that's what we've that we've uh, determined. Established. <laughs> I yeah. enjoyed this movie. This is one of those movies that played on Comedy Central all the time. Uh, this was a m- movie that like made me feel ill at the end, and I was like, oh, oh Cameron Diaz is in this? Cameron Diaz is the is the wife. Uh, who was the one that uh, Daniel Stern? Daniel Stern. Leland Oz Orzer, that's a dude who you see all the time. He's one, and of, those he's guys. one of those that guys. So is uh, uh, Gian Triplehorn. 
Janine Triplehorn? You mean is that Janine? That's how you spell Janine. Janine or Jan? Jean? Jean? It's. It might be Jean, but Jean Triplehorn. J e a n n e. Yeah, yeah. Or e. Yes, yeah, you might remember her from this Jean. little movie called Waterworld. Yeah. Again, you can. I could. I could tell you who is the female lead in Waterworld. You couldn't tell me her fucking name. Yeah. And you love that movie. Jean Jean Trip, Triplehorn. <laughs> <laughs> We're assuming. It might yeah. be Jean. Who knows? Jean. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Th- oh, that's right. Peter Berg directed this movie. So he, I want to say he did a couple other. Uh, did he do any other? I remember this being a very good movie. I remember it made me feel like shit. Like I did not like. I felt icky at the end. Um, they, but first off, they and I didn't they changed up IMDb right now, so they don't have the ratings like right away, oh, which is kind of annoying. Let's see what else. It was directed and written by Peter Berg. Uh, he did Hancock and uh, the Great White Hype. Oh, did a lot of sh- Chicago Hope. Uh, yeah, he was one of the stars of Chicago Hope. Him and hmm. Hector Elizondo. Having uh, hated every show about Chicago, uh, yeah, outside I mean, of Family Matters. So th- this was this <laughs> was uh, CB- CBS's answer to to ER. ER. Yeah, and for some reason I enjoyed it more. Mm. I don't I don't know why. Maybe because we watched it. So he wrote two episodes of Chicago Hope. Very bad things. Then he wrote Wonderland, the TV series. Yeah, he's known much more for being a director. Friday Night Lights screenplay. Is that the movie? Yeah, he directed the movie, I believe. Really? Uh, Yep. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, I enjoyed that movie a lot. He did, yeah, so directing. I know he did Hancock, um, Lone Survivor. I'm trying to remember. He's done some weird. Interesting. He's been a little bit all over the place. An episode of Ballers. Battleship. Interesting. Have you ever you never saw Friday Night Lights the movie? Uh, no, I didn't. Never watched a single, uh, single episode of the television program either. I haven't. I've not watched a single episode of that. But oh, hold on, The Kingdom is that the one with? Can you click on that? Is that Liam Neeson and and uh, Orlando Bloom? Just want to make sure. Yep. No. Oh no no. Oh, that's no. the other one. That's the other Jamie one. Fox Jamie Foxx and, and Chris Cooper. Chris Cooper. Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Gardner. Not yeah, watching this I fucking piece that. of shit. No, that's. Height of uh, war in the Middle East. Can you? Jamie Foxx has had fucking an Jason Bateman's in it. Richard Jenkins. Now Richard Jenkins, another one of those classic that guy. That guy. I fucking hey, love. Coming back to Jeremy Piven's in this Jeremy movie. Jeremy Piven too. in this movie too. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Peter Berg and Jeremy Piven have a long standing, long standing relationship. God, I love Richard Jenkins with all my heart. So Jeremy P- or uh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Uh, Ray Charles came up recently. We were, I forget in what context okay. it was. But I was like, really, no one... He had like a run. He had a run. being like He did a great job in Ray. He played Ray Charles very well. Yeah. Outside of that, I mean, I love Django Unchained. Sure. Mm-hmm. Collaterals, I think a better movie than a lot of people. I love... Uh, was that... Michael Mann was that Michael Mann that Michael or no Mann. no was that Michael Mann yeah or? it was well, that was Michael Mann yeah but um outside of those movies yeah he has made so many fucking stinkers he's made some pieces of shit I and love, he doesn't get it like he keeps getting keeps fucking getting, roles I loved Collateral mostly because it was shot on video and 
like I was finishing up my my uh, media studies degree. He was in the Robin Hood remake, the the really bad one. Um, that. hold on, was that the new one? Yeah, that was the one in 2018, not the Cr- Russell Crowe. Not Crow the one. Russell Crowe one. That was with uh, what's his name? But not Russell Crowe. Fucking horrible. Yeah. Anyway, I remember him being in a piece of shit called bait and i remember like this is the dumbest fucking movie ever like he is one of those he's one of those guys and it, it and i don't it, the rock kind of falls in the same uh category too like and jamie fox has got a i am so excited for jungle cruise by the way where they they get a free pass because they're such a celebrity like like their celebrity outweighs their body of work mm. and i don't know like like ray was great i mean but you didn't like jamie fox and annie <laughs> didn't, didn't watch any that's that's on me will stacks like horrible bosses like he's fine but he's not like the the guy in I, that think movie. It, I, I think he's like he plays that uh, mother, motherfucker jones really good I think yeah but he's always done that yeah he's, we're, gonna, we're gonna forget about miami vice we're gonna forget about i think i tried to watch it for two seconds stealth we're gonna forget about stealth, stealth. yeah Ugh. collateral collateral we love that uh what's breaking all the rules i'm sure it's a romantic comedy Oh, that looks. I bet it's. I that bet that sounds dumb as uh, shit. Before we looking, before we look at this, I want you to describe the the title screen. I want you to describe the cover of the movie. Is it Jamie Fox just shrugging his shoulders, and he's got like two women on behind him? No, I'm, I think he's going to be like holding a woman, like holding her by her face, like ready to kiss her, and something like something like now, that. Here, you want to talk about the difference between black comedy and African American comedy? <laughs> now, here's the question: Is is this? a low budget African, like a movie made for African Americans, or is this hmm. a mainstream movie? It's interesting because it's coming, it's, it's before collateral and Ray. Yes. So this could very much be, I'm holding like a, yeah. tw- a dozen roses behind my hand, but, but, but like yeah. I have some shit eating grin on my face. Like I, that's totally possible. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, let's do it. Ready? Oh, Ooh, it's just Jamie Foxx like all DL Hughley out. DL Hughley out, man. And then uh, Morris Chestnut and Gabrielle Union. So, like I said, so this is a this is a, this is a, a a movie made for inspired by his fiance who dumped him. A man publishes a breakup handbook for men, becoming a best-selling author in the process. It is a romantic comedy. That is a PG thirteen, a tight one twenty-five. Romantic comedy, five point seven out of ten, and then that same year he makes Collateral and Ray, and oh, won an Academy Award. And he he made three movies that year. He's a busy man. He's he was a busy, a busy man. Work, well, he actually, yeah, he made a TV movie in mm. two thousand four as well, and then he was on an episode of the Chappelle Stan Show. Stan Tookie Williams story. Who is Stan Tookie Williams? Is that a joke or is that a real thing? I don't know where you seen that. Uh, Right underneath Chappelle show. Redem- oh, that's Redemption? the TV movie. I would imagine that is a legitimate movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a legitimate movie. I want to see, was this FX? Yeah. I want to say this was, this was like his, hey, I'm Jamie Foxx. I know you know me from In Living Color, but I can actually, I can be serious. Yeah. I remember this. I don't remember this. I don't remember watching it, but I remember seeing it because I watched a lot of FX. It was a, Nip Tuck and It's Always Sunny, mm. heyday, in 2004. He was in Ali. Don't remember that. The Jamie Foxx show. Yeah. Bait. It's just, it's weird because. <laughs> there it is, bait. 
but he had he, it's just like he do, you do one movie and then everyone likes because I'm sure he's a likable guy. Yeah. But your fame, it's like this this uh, apology card for everything that you do. It's like, oh, it doesn't matter if you make yeah. shitty movie after shitty movie after. Can shitty you click movie. on bait? Because I can't remember who else was in that movie. I just remember watching and saying, this is a giant piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, he had chances to be. Yeah. Who else was in this movie? Uh, David Morse, that's it. Yeah. Another guy that, if you saw him, you'd be like, one of oh, those that guy. That guy? Mike Epps? David Paymer. Yeah, Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, any, anytime Jamie Kennedy's in the movie. Uh, Robert Pastelleri, that guy. Yeah. This is... Uh, oh, Jeffrey Donovan. Not Jeffrey Dahmer? No, Jeffrey Donovan. He was the guy who was in uh, Burn Notice on TBS. Oh. Uh, cool. Great. Great. I like that show. Why? Huh? Uh, I like that show because it had a little bit of a tutorial to it. So Jeffrey Donovan played a CIA agent who, for some reason, out of nowhere, had a burn notice, meaning you're done, you're cut off. Yeah. And gets dumped in Miami where he was originally from mm-hmm. and he's trying to figure out why he got kicked out of the CIA. Oh. And in the meantime, he takes side jobs helping people in need. Oh. And, you know, MacGyver style. Did MacGyver work for hire? Was he a work for hire? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then anyhow, so but along the way he's like he, there's a voiceover of like, hey, um you know, People think, you know, I'm going to run my car through this door to crash through a building. Like it was like a pole, like a, like a pole building, you know, with like sheet metal. Okay. And just a rough frame. He's like, you know, actually don't crash through the door. Just crash through the side because it's usually just fucking just metal and wood. It's hardly as, it's not nearly as uh, reinforced and people aren't going to be standing behind it. It was interesting. You know, just shit like that. It's like, okay. uh, Do you, how many shows? It seems like a show that's meant for HBO. That wasn't meant. That wasn't no. on HBO. No, it was very tongue in cheek. It was. It was much more lighthearted. But I hate that when a show like uh, the uh, Vikings comes to mind. Where yes. Like, yeah. This show needs to be on. There needs to be no holds barred with this show, and um, then it will be good. Yeah. No. Th- like it. It was a little bit, little bit more of an edge than normal broadcast, mm-hmm. like national broadcast television, and that was fine. It was interesting. So I was watching. Uh, and it uh, had. Uh, and it had uh, Bruce. Campbell in it so great. well great I mean anytime Ash is in something that's yeah. great um, I was watching just speaking of like how cable television has evolved and like letting more through the door basically oh. like I was watching Nathan for you and excellent the, and it's a fantastic show wonderful fantastic program. show um, and they were doing <laughs> my wife doesn't like the show because it makes her it makes her cringe too much I'm like well that's the point of the show that's why it's Right. I love watching it because I love how much money they're spending on all these little bits that last about <gasps> right. 10 minutes. Not, not even. Not even. Not even. Because yeah. like the bits, my favorite is the bits within the bits. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> because the one thing leads to another thing where they have to do this yeah. thing to do this thing. I fucking love it. It's great. But uh, so it was like the first episode. They, do, they did a recap basically after. So, so to start season four, they did like a recap where mm-hmm. they now kind of thing. And this yeah. one kid, um, they were doing... Uh, a bit about like punks basically like kids on like unruly teens and stuff like that he yeah. had a he had a set up a bunch of posters where it was basically you put a cock in between his hands all the time or like you could you could easily graffiti cocks in his hands all the time <laughs> yeah and he wanted to catch like bad boys doing this and stuff like that and he <laughs> set it all up where he put a sharpie and said do not write cocks on these or something like that <laughs> yes yeah and so he caught a kid 
And they were going through, and they had, the, again, the bit within the bit. They did the guise <laughs> of, like, this is a reality show about bad teens and everything like that. And so this kid had a tattoo on his arm of a naked girl, and he could see her tits and see her nipples yeah. and everything like that. But they blurred it out in season one. It was blurred out okay. of a tattoo on this kid. Yeah. And then come season four. Well, we've apparently grown as a culture. Whatever. We've moved on. We've moved on. It's completely unblurred. It's perfectly fine. It goes through the sensors or anything uh, like that. Funny. And we're just like, that's that's how cable television works. Like it, in South Park is really similar as well. Like yeah. you know, you can't say, you know, shit or fuck or anything like that, and then all of a sudden all it's shit and fuck and everything's yeah. coming through or do they not bleep out fuck anymore? Um, I I don't know on broadcast. I know when they replay um like when it's online, when it's yeah. close to HBO or when it was on Hulu or anything like that, the fucks were all over the place. Mm. Uh, yeah. And of course they had their shit episode where they said shit so many times that they uh, <laughs> they figured out it was an actual cursed word and then it brought about uh, a demon that they had to get rid of and everything like that. That's really funny. Because NYPD Blue said shit on a show. Yeah. Cop drama in South Park. <sighs> yeah. My favorite Nathan for you bit. Okay. Is him in tw- on Twitter? Have you ever seen these? Um, no. I mean, I've he, seen all he, Nathan for he, you. Like but. he kept putting pictures up on Twitter, like on his personal Twitter account. Is this in the show or is no? This, this is just him. Oh, okay. Then no, no. no uh, and it's just uh, him, um, having something reflective, and like in the pictures, like sunglasses. And other times it was like a knife. Okay. And it would just always have like gay porn on a computer. <laughs> like he's just like, man, I it's, it's really bright out. I got my shades on. I got my shades on. <laughs> and just like you can clearly see in the reflection that yeah. it's just two dudes boning really hard. I I think he's very funny, he's, and I love. I mean, again, I know we've talked about it on the podcast before, but the ability to keep a straight face. Yeah, the amount of times that he does. I yeah. Mean, I don't know how he does it, quite frankly. No, and I've I haven't seen any of H. John Benjamin has a van, but I know he's part of that. Like he's yeah, yeah. there seems like a a weird like loose fitting crew that kind of run together. I I think it like uh, I think it might well he he might be on it now. There was a, there was a slow transition, um, just where like sketch comedy would get handed off one to the other. Um, what with, do you mean? Like on on like uh, on, on Comedy, comedy Central. Central. You know, jinx. You know, you just you'd have like a sketch show, and it'd run for two or three years, and then the next sketch show would uh, pick up Take the over. mantle, and then the next one, and the next one, and the next one. Hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know whether I don't know going. if it was like handed off or anything. I know Not Dave hand, Ch- yeah. Dave Chappelle doesn't really like Key and Peel very much. It seems like right. Well, uh, yeah, there is a you know Dave. I don't. It's John Benjamin has a van, and then also Dimitri Martin's yeah program. Dimitri has, Martin's didn't last very long though. I think his was two seasons. Yeah. H. John Benjamin was just one season. Right. And then I think Key and Bill p- picked up, I want to say. Well, Nathan I, For You was in between all that. I think Nathan, Nathan For Nathan, You. I think Nathan For You and Key and Bill were running simultaneously. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't had access to Comedy Central. 2013 to 2017. 2013 to 2017 for Nathan For You. Yeah. Longer than I thought. Uh, but H. John Benjamin has a van was like early 2000s, I think. Uh, yeah, H. John Benjamin has a van, like, was hot six. Yeah. Sorry. You know, I'm know a it's, great it's a, it's a very long... 2011. Uh, John Benjamin. Oh. Well. Not H. John Benjamin. No. Mm. So 2011, so th- it was all yeah. later. It was all, this is all post-Chappelle show. Yeah it's, all, yeah, it's all post-Chappelle show. Like I said. Huh. 
you just kept on getting tra- like handed off one to the other. Well, and, and, and so, again, like Nathan Fielder. And then what was the other one? Right isn't there? every episode? Uh, yeah. Um, because H. John Benjamin was in a a lot of Dimitri Martin's sketches as well. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the great bit about um, I don't remember where it, like for some reason they had a bit where it was like about uh, safe words during sex. Okay. And he kept like what's yours by the way? Uh, in the bit. <laughs> The safe word was Bill Pullman. Okay. And then it kept on getting confused with Bill Paxton. Oh, that's a good one. It's just yeah. like, Bill Paxton, Bill Paxton. Just, <laughs> just keeps on hitting him with a fucking whip. That's not what it is. That's not what it is. He was an independent state. God damn. Ow. <laughs> it was uh, just uh, shirtless H. John Benjamin. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, H. John Benjamin is a interesting character too because, and, and same thing with Nathan Fielder, like, their voices are yeah. like H.M. Benjamin being Archer and Bob in Bob's yeah. burgers. It's quite, quite incredible. I mean, he yeah. doesn't do anything. I know we've talked about it on the podcast yes. before, but like he just, he's just himself. Everyone else has to do a voice when they show up. They're like, and right. the same thing, like Nathan Fielder's in a few episodes of Bob's burgers and everything with that. And oh, yes. Yeah. And you, you can just totally tell uh, that's Nathan Fielder. He's not doing a bit. He's not doing a voice. He just has that weird voice that. Yeah. It's like early 2000s J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. What was he in? Uh, as far as uh, so he like was, voiceovers, no, he was J.K. Simmons was in On Law and Order as the criminal psychologist. Oh, really? Uh, Skoda. You're talking Neil to a guy that's never seen Neil one Sco- I think fucking. It was, I think it was Neil Skoda. And then at the same time, he played a neo-Nazi in HBO's Oz. Uh, oh, I've never also watched Oz he, either. I'm trying to remember what his like name was, but he was like scary, hardcore badass. Mm-hmm on oz we like, talk about greatest scripted dramas a lot but i mean uh it's okay like uh i've i've never I, seen it but i think it was always put I in re- that category I, re- I rewatched like the first season uh, as like an adult and i'm like well see this is the problem yeah. with this is the problem with early hbo is that yeah. everything they were doing again compared to what was on cable television was groundbreaking and amazing because it's that here's the thing right. you can't make oz on tbs you can't do no, it. It's no. not going to fucking happen. You can't have guys talking about sucking each other's dicks and, on TBS and coming each off other. of a Braves game. No, also, you can't have no, that. No, no, a hundred percent. Yeah. Can't, so you can't. anything, and then followed by a commercial for the Superstation. Exactly. Any so anything in comparison to you know, I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but to burn notices of the world or yeah, any you know, you almost need to fit in that show, like fit in the yeah. cable. So you have to yes. have realistic things, but so anything that goes above above and beyond that, something like Oz or The Sopranos or The Wire or uh, Deadwood, sure. even sure, it's going to be like that's amazing because it's pushing the boundaries more. Yeah, I and, certainly I would not say that Burn Notice per- pushed any boundaries. It was a very comfortable show. Okay. I mean, it was it was in the same line as um, Monk and. Uh, but even Monk, I would feel like Monk and what was the what was the other one? What was the uh, what was the one with with the uh, Corbin Brinson in it? Not psyched. Yeah, psych. Psych was that? Yeah, psych? Did Corbin Brinson yeah. was Corbin Brinson in that? Corbin Brinson was the guy's dad. Oh, cool. And he like basically beat the child into becoming a really great detective. Okay. Well, and and then Corbin Brinson's always played a good dick because of the, his powers of observation and being a good detective. People are basically like, "Oh, you're a psychic." <laughs> and it was he was able to like play it off a lot easier saying he was a psychic than just a good than detective. just being a good detective. Gotcha. 
Uh, I've watched three episodes of that program. And you deduced all that. You've deduced all that. Also, uh, who's the guy who uh, who plays Buffalo Bill in uh, in Silence in of the Silence Lambs. of the Lambs? He plays a grizzled like detective in that, <laughs> and it's just like every time he'd show up, uh, every time he's like, I'm like, I'd fuck me <laughs> every single time. I wonder because we did this. So we because that guy he he does not look like Buffalo Bill. Well, we've been rewatching uh, Game of Thrones, and it's 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 a yeah. fantastic show. Yeah, um, but. Uh, going through with Joffrey. Silence of so the, the Thrones. Thrones. Wow, look at that. Look at that. Well, that's what happens when you try to talk. And talk hey, to by the same. way, how was Clarice? Did anybody watch Clarice? The, the TV the, show? The TV show, show for... Talk about things that well, don't need to be on broadcast television. A Silence exactly. of the Lambs right. television program. Exactly. Exactly. So oh anyway. God, fucking Orion Films made Silence of the Lambs? I forgot about that. So my point is... Is that like Joffrey plays such yes. a good fucking villain, right? Yeah, he's a real. And I'm like, piece I'm of one, shit. I wonder what the fuck he's done. He's done fucking nothing since since he, Game of No, Thrones. yeah, he he was he's like, I'm done. I'm done with Hollywood. I'm done with uh, yeah. acting. Because like, how could you be cast? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, he. I remember. I saw like so a, I wonder a round I, table with him or something. I wonder what the next. What was the follow up to the Silence of the Lancer Buffalo Bill, the guy? Because uh, yeah. how do you? You're not going to do a rom com yeah. after no. that. Also, he's just got a really weird voice, which uh, should lead to voiceover work. What is that guy's name? Where is he at? Come is on, he, is he as Buffalo Bill in the? Uh, he should be right. Uh, just to control F. Oh my god. Nope. Oh, if only I could remember that guy's. Bill. Uh, I mean, we have to be able to see him. Yeah. Uh, Oh God! What's his name? Uh, it, here, just scroll. Hold yeah. on. Let me just pay attention to what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, keep going. Keep going. Anthony Hopkins. No. Is it Ted Levine? Check T- Ted Levine. Yeah. J- yeah. James. Yeah. That's yes. That's him. Okay. So Ted Levine. Okay. Ted Levine. He's from Ohio. No. Well, congratulations. You're born May 29th. He's a Gemini. Wow. Marble College. All right. He was in Shutter Island. He was a warden in Shutter Island. Yeah, he was the warden in Sh- Shutter Island. Okay, so he was in Heat as well and Wild Wild West. That is a yeah. if I were to give you <laughs> Buffalo Bills top four, so, the Silence of the Lambs, Shutter uh, Island, Wild Wild, Wild, Wild West, West, and, and Heat. Heat. Good job, man. Good on All you. Right. That's we have seen many worse <laughs> top fours. I mean, good on you. So yeah, Mike Myers is the love guru. I just want to see Silence Lamb came the out in ninety two, ninety one. Okay, so ninety one he did four he did three movies. Silence so we can forgive those because okay. you know hadn't come out yet. He did he did the paint job in nineteen ninety two, he was uncredited. Okay. The nowhere, nowhere to, to run. run. What is that? In nineteen ninety three. Mr. Dustin. And then he did three T V movies and a short interview. Nowhere row. to run sounds kinda of familiar. Cause it's Van Dam. Van Dam. That seems about right. I wonder if he's the bad guy. I would hope so. I'd hope so. Oh, Kieran Culkin is in this movie. Oh, yeah? Oh, jeez. He's fourth build. Fourth build. Jean-Claude Van Damme, Rosanna Arquette, and Kieran Culkin. And then Ted Levine Levine as Mr. Dunstan. I wonder if he's... uh, I don't remember this one. I just wonder how hard it is for an actor to get... When you have an iconic, creepy role like that. Yes. 
in everyone and everybody you did such a good job and they don't know your name yes they barely remember your your name from yes. the movie but they know you did that yes and that would just mean time has to pass like it's a, it's understandable like in 10 years when he can start being <laughs> right. in the wild wild west and shit like right that. well it was 95 years and he the mangler i don't know i don't remember that one Ugh. but I, I know it's just it's one of those oh, he was in flubber in 97 so just fyi wow yeah six years removed from put the lotion on the skin to flubber yeah six years removed from him tucking his genitals behind his legs yeah i mean that that's the more disturbing part is that the more disturbing part than holding yeah. a woman well that and just like <laughs> against your will and a, that and a and hole just in the like ground. nipple piercings on a dude <laughs> did he uh did he yeah, have he nipple had, piercings? yeah he had nipple piercings yeah. it was just like that was one of those movies i saw when i was way too young like i should not have right, seen that movie right what I, was the movie what was the first movie you saw that was like i should not have watched that movie oh i gosh. am a police and parent myself i Ugh. should not have done that i can't think of i mean just because i literally would watch anything and everything i mean but I mean, nothing ever stood out where, where it was like, yeah. oh, my God, uh, wow, I just saw some shit. I mean, really, probably in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. So that was like, what, that was 93? Yeah, it was 93 in watching Basic Instinct. Okay. <clears throat> like, I don't remember why we rented that, who rented that, and but I was just sat there and watched it. I was just like, and okay. I, was, I was like, so my parents... But that's a movie you could, I mean, it's just sexual. Uh, yeah, yeah. I so mean, a lot of that stuff like, would go over your, like really, you were what, oh, I was, 10? I was 10, and yeah. so I was 10, my parents. Did my, you watch it with your parents? No, my, oh. my parents uh, were out of town. Okay. They went to go to uh, Connecticut to go watch my brother wrestle in the national championships uh, for wrestling for D3. Yes. I know. He went to nationals. Uh, and they took my sister. That was sincere, by the way. They took my sister. Okay. Uh, but I'm like, ah, you know, right now, I I think I, somebody, somehow I got in my head that I wanted a perfect attendance that year. And I don't know why. Okay. But I did. Okay. Also, I was going to miss the uh, the carnival, oh. uh, which was. Carnival? The, yeah, well, no. Oh. Uh, just the carnival. Just the carnival. <laughs> yeah. The Isn't it carnival if you just say it's carnival? No, it's carnival. It's the carnival. It's get you got okay. the penny pitch, okay. and uh, the toy walk and all that. I'm like, I don't want to miss that either. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I stayed with my older brother at his friend's house. Okay, and we had a bunch of movie rentals. We they saved up a bunch of free movie rentals, and for some reason that was one that was on the list. Big big movie of the time. It was just like, and like I'm sitting there and I'm watching it, and like the mom was already, or maybe the kid, maybe it was just us kids. And my brothers were off. My brother was off doing something else, and it's just me sitting there watching Basic Instinct by my fucking self. <laughs> and the dad walks in, and he was a great guy. His name, uh, his name was Mike, but every he was Shorty. It, that was that was his name. He was, he was a janitor at school. Awesome dude. Okay, just one of those really cool. Gotcha. Yeah, one of those really cool janitors that you know, every, every, everybody fucking loved. He, I mean, he was he was he was a character. Okay, he was, he was a character. Uh, real. And he's like, hey, you enjoying this movie? I'm like. It'd be a lot easier to pay attention to the plot if they'd stop having sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can't follow this. Can't follow, <laughs> I cannot figure on. out the cat and mouse game that's happening. <laughs> it's difficult for me to understand because it's like, 
and they keep having sex. I just can we just, can we just go straight, <laughs> please? Uh, another I can't I can't because literally my like my brothers I remember watching Bloodsport and yeah and um, you know um, you know uh, what was the other one Above the Law you know you know just a lot of action movies but movies that no, no has a movie <laughs> not, ever kept you up at night no 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 I, not really I, I I have queasy feelings every so often if I have too much of a loose stool and I think about the time I watched the trailer twice for Human Centipede. Like oh, okay. that stuck with me. Never watched Human Centipede, but I, I watched, watched the, but I watched the trailer twice. Have you ever watched Two Girls One Cup? Uh, yes. Did you watch that? Yes, that I've never watched that either. Uh, that was that was a really. I feel like Human Centipede and Two Girls One Cup share a, a realm there's, of the world. There's, there's a. It's a pretty like there's a pretty big crosscut on that Venn diagram. Uh, <laughs> I was I was working as a stagehand. Mm-hmm. For the America's River Con, uh, America's River Conference, the American River Festival uh-huh. downtown, I was working as a stagehand, mm-hmm. and we were doing stuff, and we were like cleaning up. Like the first night of shows got done. No, 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 it was the last night of shows, and we, it, there was going to be a big storm rolling in. So we tried. We did a bunch of stuff, trying to get as much done as we could, because mm-hmm. we weren't going to be able to close. We weren't going to be able to close out the whole show. We weren't able to break down stage and everything. Mm-hmm. So basically, we knew that we had to work as much as we could, and then we'll come back the next morning and we'll finish it out. And it was like two o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and then they just start passing beers around. And you know, I'm drinking beer after beer after beer after beer and beer, and pretty soon it's like four o'clock in the morning. Okay. And uh, they're like, "Hey guys, anybody see this uh, two, two girls, girls one, one cup, cup thing?" Okay. And like, nope. Nope, don't haven't seen that yet. And it's like, oh well, this is a, well, this is a thing. Okay, all okay. right, that's fine. And then like, so so someone had a laptop. Yeah, somebody had a laptop. Okay, I think it might have been like the security guard who was a cop. Okay, and he just had it with him, and I think he just wanted to pull it. And up. And he's like, hey, and wait, yeah. was he hanging out or yeah, because he was overnight security. But was he hanging out with you, or did he just walk up? And yeah, be like, no, hey, guys. no, he, we were hanging out just okay, drinking beers. Well, so he got to know you, and then yeah. said, and he's hey, like, hey guys. guys, have you and seen this two girls one cup? And then then we continue to watch like some really bad, like gross stuff. No, no, so go on. So he, so, yeah, he pressed so, play, and then and what then, was the reaction? Look, don't like that. Nope. It, and then it, did he play the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And how long is the video? A couple like, minutes? Yeah, if that. Okay. And then, I don't remember, then there's, yeah, then he's, he's like, what is this one? And it was just like weird. Because sh- links? Yeah, just like <laughs> recommended videos on whatever dark Ooh. web porn site this was. Well, also like uh, on the same line, like also there was like, we watched a video of a guy just uh, shoot himself in the head. Okay, but face is uh, a death type of situation. A little bit like it was a it was a guy who was in a police t- interrogation room. Okay, they left him alone in the room, and the guy dug him down into next to his dick, pulled out a gun, and just shot himself in the fucking head. Okay, right there, and I'm like, whoa, yeah, uh, that's something I'm gonna think about uh, for a little bit. I mean, not yes and no. And then we, then we watched some girl like who was tied up and then like forced to pee into a a pitcher and drink it. And it was just like, now I've been drinking too much. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this is, this is the line. Now this is the point where I am actually somewhat <laughs> nauseous after watching that. These are the I'm, videos that were I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I am too young to see these videos. 
I mean, I was like 27 at the Still, time. But at the time. <laughs> I was well, just like, Ugh. I'm I'm interested because, yeah. I mean, so viral videos. I mean, it was yes. two girls, one cup. I mean, not one of the first viral videos, technically. I mean, it was a, uh, not one of the first, but it, 2007? I, 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 guess, I guess you could say in that w- world, yes. I mean, because yeah. it, it was basically a challenge, I remember. And it was just one of those things I was like, I it was more I about deduce. it was more about watching reaction videos. Yeah, it was before people, you had yes. the ability to watch reaction videos. Right? Yeah. It was like real was, time reaction videos. It was. It was no. This was. I remember. Yeah, like, you this had was, this was early YouTube. This was early YouTube. Early sure. YouTube. Two yes. girls, one cup reaction yes. videos. That's why were, I say big. That's why I say like uh, is was, was it pretty, not one of the first viral videos? It was fairly early viral video. I, yeah. I guess I'm thinking of like the Yuma 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 guy and the. And the and the Star Wars kid. Let's uh, let's get a timeline on this because I'm seeing E bombs world. E bombs world. The original two girls one cup video, and anytime E bombs world pops Shows up, up, I'm like original internet yeah. right there. Yes, that's I'm like boom. I always love it because uh, so we we do uh, let's what you want to go yeah. uh, who do you want to go with what first viral videos how about that yeah early viral yeah. early viral videos yeah sure let's do that. I like how uh, Two Girls, One Cup is now in my search, finally. Yeah, yeah. finally. Finally. And you know what? I'm a man. Yeah, you, you're not safe I'll, searching I'm anything. Not, I'm not deleting anything. Ten old videos that went viral before YouTube even existed. Uh, okay, or 13 viral videos from the aughts that hey. f- you forgot about. Mm. Wanna, we'll, we'll go both. Okay. We'll go both. We'll, go we'll see both. what it's like. See what the overlap is. Star Wars, kid. 2003. Two, odd three, yep. But... Can we get a context though? Because YouTube was not around in 2003. No, YouTube started in 05, 06. This is why we go back to E-Bombs World. Yeah, this is E-Bombs World. And I'm trying to think of another. You're the man now, dog. Uh, so these com. are all going to be before YouTube. Yes. These are all going to be. Yeah, like, that's, okay. what that, that's what they said. Dancing, Dancing Baby. Baby. Yeah. I, I don't count that at all. No, I don't know if that, that was a thing you could have on your yeah. computer. Yes. Uh, Dan Hertzfeld's Rejected. That's a go, that's a classic. I remember like, I'm a banana was always the one that I've said. Well, I'm a banana. I remember that one. But. I'm a banana. My spoon is too big. And then there was it was huh. the my anus is bleeding. Numa numa. Numa numa. Two thousand four. The end of the world. I don't remember that okay. one at all. So. Oh, is that that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, albino <laughs> black sheep. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. All your base are belong to us. That's yeah. great. I love, love how it's just one. early 2000s because there's no way to <laughs> put a finger on. All oh, your base, your base. Oh, you like I love that song. Yeah. Uh, badger, 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 badger. badger. I, don't, I don't remember that one. Snake. Badger, 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 badger. That's pretty much it. Wow. Okay. Uh, the llama song. I don't remember the llama don't song. Remember that one. Peanut butter jelly time. I remember Peanut that. butter jelly time. Oh, 2002? Wow. I feel like that's a little bit older. I Hold on. I distinctly remember that on the oh. television program, Ed. Pe- it's peanut butter jelly time? Yes. I remember, what's her name? Uh, uh, Regis and Kelly. Kelly Rippa. Kelly Rippa? Oh, she was she, in that show. She was in, on Ed, and she showed it to Ed to help cheer him up. I just wanted Ed to be happy. I liked Ed a lot. I, I thought that too. was a good program. Ed was a fun little. Ed was like around the times of Scrubs and everything with that, where it was just like. He was a quirky. Ed, I feel Ed was before Scrubs quite a bit. Mm. I feel like Ed was. Like I will challenge you. I will challenge of, you. Fall of ninety nine. I will challenge you. I'm going to say fall of ninety nine was Ed. I will challenge. Fine. <laughs> fine. That's my guess. Fine. Oh my god, Turner and Hooch, fucking. 
Ed. I guess we have to go to Ed TV show. Yeah, not Ed TV. Uh, it's here's the thing when you type in Ed, just go Ed. Uh, I mean, it's gonna go. Don't tell me how to Google. I'm okay. so much better at Googling than you. You have no idea. God, you're a dick. Ed TV series 2000, 2000 to 2004. About the same fucking time. When did time. Scrub start? <laughs> dick. That was my intro. Ed TV. Ed the TV show was my introduction to Michael Ian Black. Scrubs. 2001 to 2010. What? I will take the win. What? I will take the win. Scrub started in Ot one? Yeah, man. Oh. The world changed on 9-11. <laughs> no. It was like, this is throw a bunch of shit to the wall and see what sticks, man. And Ed yeah, didn't stick, I, but it was it was okay. I liked, I liked Ed. But again, going back to like uh, like shows that are fit for cable television. This, this fits for cable television. The amount of people. Scroll down to the There's cast There's a lot of people in this show. A lot of people. A lot of people. Uh, Tom Cavanaugh. Tom Cavanaugh. Julie Bowen. Now who's uh, been on her? That's walk. what you're thinking of. You you got Kelly Ripa and Julie Bowen mixed no, up. No, Kelly Ripa. I don't think Kelly. <gasps> oh my god. You can be right. <gasps> oh, Kelly I Ripa. am right. Yes, four episodes. <laughs> Back in two. Back we yeah. still don't know if she showed him that though. Nailed it. Jim don't... Gaffigan was in four episodes. Why not? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But so go back. It's yeah. Michael Ian Black. Uh, Justin Long was the kid. Uh, let's see here. I always remember Mike Starr because he was the bass player from Alice in Chains, but he wasn't actually this guy. He wasn't that one. But Julie Bound was the like main like uh, love interest. Love interest. Yeah. Did he own a bowling alley? Was yeah, that the, yeah, he, the thing? Like, yeah. He owned a bowling alley and was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Like Timothy that, Busfield was in. He directed. Directed nine episodes. Timothy Busfield. Directed nine episodes. I hung out with Timothy Busfield and we watched Kevin Costner's band together. I actually saw him. I saw his code for his phone and I, it was just a purely happenstance thing. Yeah, sure. But I said, and I, and I, this is, you know, this is field of dreams country, but yeah, what is, it and is. he was in, he's probably tired of hearing like, Hey, loved you in field, loved of, dreams. You in field of dreams. I just said, Hey man, loved you in West Wing. You were great in West Wing. I loved you on it. And and he's, he, uh, there, he said, right? thank you, thank you. And we, we were as you, close as you and I are right now. Did together. you guys hold hands? A little bit. Just yeah. a little <laughs> just bit. Just a little bit? We're just like. Did he give you a little peck on the cheek? I, I wanted, I leaned in and he just kind of put his hand up. He's no, like, no, not, today. Not, not right now. We're not here. We're not there yet. Yeah, but nine episodes. Uh, I, God, if I would have had that. If you that had ammo, that in your back pocket. You I loved know? you in West Wing and those nine also, episodes of nine Ed episodes that, that, you directed, that you directed. Those were so fantastic. That's just really good. Wow. You just what did was a, it like working with Julie Bowen? I mean, what do you think about her success now on Modern, t- Modern, Modern Family? Modern Family. And how did you, yeah. I mean, how was it like working with the crew? Yeah. I, I think mean, Timothy. Justin Long, he's like, he's gro- he's blown up a he lot. He kind of grew up in front of you. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that great? I, uh, I think Timothy Busfield's one of those people that if you know his name, when you meet him because that's know, a win in his column. that's a win in his column <laughs> like you know that was the other thing like because i, I want to say i i think i said mr busfield i i'm oh yeah sure I said uh, mr. Busfield. busfield i just want to let you know i loved you in west wing i might have no, i no, don't no, know can i get a kiss on the cheek now is that how you think i talk uh when you talk to timothy busfield yeah wow <laughs> get this fucking guy away from me uh, uh, timothy as busfield. kevin costner was just lording over us oh uh, it is shitty shitty band it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. 
I mean, you've seen a lot of shitty bands. In your I've day. seen a lot of shitty bands. He hired a really good band around oh, him. Oh, oh, he's got a good band around him. Yeah, and he was okay. playing like, I, I laughed because it was like, you're playing like a $5,000 guitar like 25% of the time. Like, he's not, he just has it. And then like, he'll play some chords every once in a while. It's not coming through or anything. Yeah. Because the band's doing all the work and yeah. everything. But, and it, it was fine. Nothing like stood out. It was like, wow, you guys sound really good. It was just like. Was he singing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a lead singer. And it's, like that uh, a little bit all vowels a little bit but it was also like again there were so many there were so many uh, backing uh, yeah. vocals and stuff like that like he could blend in yeah I mean it was very much just Kevin Costner and the the the, the whatever yeah. the hell they were you sure know? but it wasn't bad like I've I've seen worse bands I mean I, oh, of course you've seen how how does how <laughs> does Kevin Costner's band compared to the Tri-State's number one party band. <laughs> um, I know it's apples and oranges. I get that. However. I, I will say this. Your brother, Dave, who is the lead singer of the Tri-State's number one party band. Yes. Probably was more charismatic than Kevin Costner was. See, I, think, I think brother Dave, I think he can amp. I think he needs to pick it up a little bit, quite well, frankly. Uh, but then again, he's a 50 year old Kevin Costner man. had a vest and was playing it cool, you know. But Ooh. You know, he had a, I'm going to talk to my brother about that. I'm well, going to say, hey. Have you ever thought of wearing a vest? Vest? I think he had cowboy boots on. I want to uh, say. Yeah, I don't, know if, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I think he just wears like black shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I I, I forget if because they, they were opening. They were playing in front of America, so it was Kevin Costner yeah. and the 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 whatever the fuck yeah. they were opening for America. But me and Timothy Busfield sat there and watched them and politely watched Kevin Costner's band. Yep. And you asked Timothy Busfield about his band. I didn't know, and I, I wish I would have known this information about him directing, <laughs> directing nine Ed. episodes. The most episodes ever, you, by the way. Uh, you know, who directed the most episodes of Ed? Eh. Eh. Timothy Busfield, nine episodes. God, how how <laughs> insane would it be if you were on Jeopardy? <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> the most random question. You also might know him from The West Wing. And uh, I got it. it. Who he is, was on It, right? Who is Timothy Busfield? He was one of the guys on it. Ding, ding. Right? I, I, I guess we can look at Timothy Busfield's... Uh, IMDb. IMDb. I mean, we're here. We're here. We're this close. Yeah, look at that. God, I wish I would have kissed him on the mouth. I wish he'd kissed me on the mouth. Damn it. Oof. Here's his top four. West Wing, 30-something, Field of Dreams, and Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, he was Poindexter. Oh, I uh, totally forgot that. I totally forgot about all the rape in Revenge, Revenge of the, of the Nerds. Nerds. It wasn't rape. Well, yeah, a little rape. It's, it's, a little I think it's technically. Rape. I think I that's mean, rape. When you have pe- have somebody have sex with you under false pretenses, <laughs> if you trick somebody have to have mm. sex with you, I think that's classified as rape. It's not. It's not clever. <laughs> it's, it's not, not clever. It's not clever. <laughs> it's not clever. So being in a Darth Vader mask and yes, that, so that he so you raped her, huh? I'm pretty sure. Interesting. Like, well, I mean, we'll let the courts decide. I was going to say, what state did that take place in? Um, where did Revenge of the Nerds take place? Because I point, feel California. Well, Poindexter. That's what I feel. I that's feel what I like feel. It's, California. it's California, but also like it's supposed to be Caltech or something. Yeah, uh, but Poindexter, though. I mean, he was he was all just about the computers. Well, they were all about the computers. Well, Poindexter more so than anybody. Well, and not so much book. Talk about movies. I mean. I was perfectly fine with seeing uh, Revenge of the Nerds when I saw it. It didn't haunt me in my <laughs> it didn't dreams. Haunt you. But I remember watching it be like, hmm. I remember if I asked my dad if I could watch this movie, and he's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Are you sure? 
Uh, yeah, like he's like, fine. He was fine. Here's the deal: it. like I had only seen television edited version of it forever, mm-hmm. and then I think I caught like a little bit on HBO or something. It was just like, whoa, <laughs> this is a different this movie. This is a little bit different movie. They're doing, they they made things a little bit different twenty years ago. So when did you see Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner's shitty band. Uh, within the last five years. Okay. I mean, so. Like, I mean, Timothy Busfield was, he, he had directed all of those episodes of Ed by then. <laughs> <laughs> it was, okay. He had, he had done his work. But, Wait, so it was after Ott 6. The Children's a, Hospital, isn't that the, the yeah. show you like? Or the uh, show Children, you, it's, that's a, that's a, that's a. That's what you were talking, right? You said to watch this, the, this show. It's an okay show. Timothy Busfield's in one episode. An uh, episode. Okay. I like that. That that's a dark humor. That's going back to what we were talking no, about. No, that's not dark humor. That's just no? it's very farcical. It's not dark at all. Okay. I mean, it's. I've know. never seen an episode. I'm just basing it what I'm. It's basically ER, but stupid. Okay. Here's the thing. Studio sixty on the Sunset Strip. I am intrigued. I've never watched this. I've never watched a fucking episode. That's not the one with Matthew Perry. Yeah. Okay. And it's coming off Aaron Sorkin, West Wing, and all the heights and shit like that. Yeah. There's 22 episodes. I it's insane to buy it on Amazon, <laughs> whatever the fuck it is. Oh, really? But you can't find it anywhere else. I want to watch it. I think it's I think it's one of those hidden gems, what's a the, lost what's gem. The, what was the uh, what was the one of the great shows that only lasted? Sports season. show. What's sports the, night. Sports night. I love sports night. I didn't like. I had a, like a guy in college. Like he owned it on DVD. He's like, this show is fucking great. And it like, is. It's a good show. Like, oh, I, it's a good show. I won't say it's oh, great. Okay. I mean, I don't see it. But Talk about being great actors, though. I mean, Sports Night, there was a lot of good I, actors I don't in that. remember who was in Sports Night. Keep uh, scrolling down. Well, Hold on. Let's figure it out. Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip is a show I will, at some point in time in the history we'll of this podcast, I also, will watch it. And I think it's I think it's one of those great one-season shows. Uh, it was a sh- So there's Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. That same year, that same year premiered uh, 30 Rock. And I thought that was really funny that yep. they had two shows about they were like, we're going to pick a direction. Yeah. We're which, gonna... way, which way are we going, folks? And everybody's like. He's also in three episodes of Entourage. Noted. As Timothy. as t- Hold on. The first one was as a TV director, and then he came back. In 2009. In 2009 Timothy as Timothy Busfield. All right. Having seen the entirety of Entourage, I do not remember Timothy I Busfield. I don't remember. Also. I feel like I should remember him in that. I feel like. We're close. We haven't even watched Costner's band. We were talking about diarrhea before a little bit. Uh, I feel like that's entourage. We were. It's just in and out. It is like, <laughs> like just washes right through you. It's literally like in one ear, out the other. Sure, fine. It's like, yeah. okay, hold well, on. I, hold on. I got to skip the fucking intro again. Well, <laughs> here's the thing about entourage because- It's not good. I tried to rewatch it with my wife because she was- um, she was not allowed to watch said things throughout most of her life until I came around. And um, what a bad influence. And I was like, well, I don't want to vouch for this show and be like, I guess I can totally admit that this is a time and a place. Like this is me and my bros and everything like that. Like <laughs> yeah. we want to watch an like, episode and it's a nice, like it's, it's a great show to just watch and then you can leave it. You're not like, Oh my God, I wonder if what Eve's going to no, get yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, no. no, it's just, you put it on, it's done. And then you move on to the next thing. Yeah. Right. Um, so, there's value in that. I think there's yeah. value in that. And it's I was like, like cheap Mexican food. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Entourage is like cheap Mexican food. It's there. there. It's not really bothering anything. It's not, it's and cheap. then it's gone. It's gone. It does its job, you know. 
that hour is gone now. Which is no, fine. it's twenty minutes. Sure, it's fucking fine. twenty I think they minutes. Ran, I think they ran them back to back. Oh, so you might watch. You might watch, watch two. two episodes. Out of but uh, so I remember like showing it to her and being like, "Look, okay, I don't want to like, I don't want to, I don't want to overhype this show. I don't want to be like, this is a great show or anything like that. Just be like, however, this we're is just a program watch I watched in its entirety. Yeah, because because that's what you did, you know. And we started watching it, and I I was going through like. Oh man, this is bad. No, we can shut this off at any time. She's like, "No, I like it. No, it's good because it's her first time through it. She's in. Yeah. She's eating the Mexican food the first time. <laughs> she's like, this is fine. This is fine. This is fine.' And we were going through, and I think we got like through two seasons or something like that. And then just, just like you do, you're just like, oh, I don't care if I don't see yeah, how I any of this resolves. I don't. There's no. There's no I don't re- care. Resolution. There's, there's no, no. There is no reason it's to. Perfectly fine to drop it off. I mean, you and can I go. Thought, you can go watch Jeremy Piven compilations on right. YouTube, and that's yeah. that's all you really. But need. I thought there was something beautiful in that. Like you just leave it. You're like, oh, I know, never know no, what happens. Uh, no, you, that's exactly what you cares. can do. No one can. You can I never need to watch the movie. What? Why did you need to make a movie? I watched the movie, and I was just like, "This is so bad." Yeah, because yeah, I was like, oh, "What do you HBO. need to do?" But I, I, so I appreciate Entourage and it being the cheap Mexican food that it is. Anyway. Also, Timothy Busfield played himself in the Naked Brother Bands, the movie. Just FYI. Hmm. He was Tim Busfield in that. The Naked Brothers Band. Yeah, that was well, like a children's. It shouldn't be a children's movie. Wow, it's totally a children's Nickelodeon, movie. Nickelodeon, yeah. Wait, what? The Naked Brothers Band was a Nickelodeon television program. Okay. We're just going to ignore that. We don't have enough time to delve yeah. into that. Um, he was in three episodes of Ed. Oh. I had hoped the ones he directed. As Lloyd Steve. Yeah, I mean, he directed like 2,000. Nine of them. <laughs> nine of them. He directed uh, nine. Okay, scroll all the way down to It. So that was 88. I want to feel if he was in It, that would be one of his top four. He was in Stripes. His first acting credit was Stripes. Oh, shit. That's awesome. Soldier with a Mortar. All right. Noted. After MASH. Wow. Is that? Ooh. You hate puns, but man. No, I don't think he was in it, but. That's what it looks like. I wonder who I'm thinking of. Who was in it? Oh, he's in Little Big League, too. So he's made two classic baseball movies. Who was in it? I I mean, besides Harry Henderson, you want you want me to look yes, up? Yes, I do want to. I, I I need to get this figured out. We're gonna keep two girls one cup up just because. <laughs> just because it movie. Not with Bill Hader. I know. Just hold the fuck Not on. The twenty. Well, it's gonna Ugh. be hard. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You see how algorithms have ruined <sighs> the world. If I type in it movie, it only brings me the new one. No one even remembers the 1999. I movie. do. It probably should have searched it's for a miniseries. miniseries. Don't blame me. Can you not just blame yeah. the internet for something? Oh, that's right. Sake? Seth Green was it? That's it. Seth Green. Seth Green. I think you're. Are you on? Are you Harry high Anderson? Right Dennis and Chris. Um, okay, Rachel Maurer. John Ritter. John Ritter. That's probably what I'm thinking of. I get John Ritter and. Uh, Timothy Busfield mixed Timothy up. Timothy Busfield mixed up all the time. Yeah, Seth mm. Green, son of a bitch. Age twelve. Whew. Just a just a boy. Just a boy. Uh, this is another. This, Harry, is, this yeah. is a little bit of going back to movies that I, uh, you know, never should have saw as a child. Yeah. I remember. Um. So 
we used to go to my mother's grandmother's, so my great grandma's house. When yeah, she that's was still to you. To me, that's what it was. And so we would go in, like, I don't know why, but in we would, I would stay in the basement, and it was the creepiest fucking basement in the goddamn world. There was a furnace that would just kick on. It was loud as shit. That's how furnaces work. Right. But again, there it was me by myself. Everyone else would sleep upstairs. There's plenty of room upstairs. I don't know why the fuck I was just put downstairs. But we'd always go there on Friday the 13th. Randomly. Like we were just, it was at least two times that we went there and it was Friday the 13th. To the point where sure. USA used to do their Friday the 13th marathons. Yes. Are you familiar? With Friday the 13th, yes. Well, with... USA doing their Friday the 13th no, Jason I, I watched more of their Halloween okay marathons I remember watching I really enjoyed Halloween too for some reason as a child okay I don't know why but anyway so I I would I would sit down in this very creepy basement and watch a lot of Jason movies yeah. just back to back to back to back and everything's fine until you have to shut off all the lights and go to bed by yourself and it's and then you just envision yeah. Jason and again like no one come down and be like hey you probably shouldn't be watching this you're 10 we're just gonna shut that off, yeah. So that was that was that was a movie that stuck out to me. Yeah, I don't have that. Okay. I mean, I remember watching like uh, J- I remember okay, watching cool. uh, like part of a Friday the Night Friday the Thirteenth movie. I remember like coming home and my brothers are watching it, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, again, you you're watching you, it you, with other people. You shouldn't be watching this." Well, also, like I was like, but five. again, but again, like you're surrounded by people. I think it, what's movies that you've watched by yourself. That's the thing about it. I think that's the trick with a movie, movie I've watched by myself that I regret watching. That you're like, say I shouldn't watch it. Fuck. Because a bunch amongst friends or family, you're like, I oh, I don't know. Like you're all talking shit the entire time. Bone tomahawk. I, don't, I mean, hmm? movies. If that you make, don't have one, that's fine. But, feel ill, like. But I'm know. just saying, like, there's there's movies like when you, you watch them. By, have you ever seen Bone Tomahawk? No. Go ahead and watch it. It's fun. Okay. Should I watch it by myself? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's well, it's got Matthew Fox in it, okay. and Kurt Russell. Party of Five, dude. And Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins on that one, or is it Richard Jenkins? I don't trust I think you Ra- anymore. Yeah, Richard Jenkins is that one. He's not. You can't keep your Kelly Ripa hype. Three Ten Yuma was uh, was uh, Alan Tudyk. He was played the same character. Cool. You like Alan Tudyk? No. Oh, you love him. Oh, sure. He's a great character actor. Okay. Just letting you know. Okay. Okay, so here's the deal. Okay, so this is what we need to have. We need to have Sam Rockwell trying to struggle to get his way, break into the speaking circuit. Yeah. And then he's getting held down, almost a cat and mouse, not a cat and mouse, but a adversarial relationship with the guy who's at the- the tip top, the, not the tip top, but like the regional top. <laughs> yeah, no, this is all re- Cedar Rapids regional. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, it's Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. I want to see Jamie Fox as like the smooth, charismatic, motivational speaker, and Tim and uh, Sam Rockwell as uh, his like trying to like take him down. Or for mm. some reason, like Jamie Fox. Here's it. Here, like ten years ago, you didn't hold the door for me, Sam Rockwell. And now I fucking hate you, and I will never let you move it up into this circuit ever in my life. There's a world we can play within, like like whatever direction we go. Like I just I think I think that there's a world. There's an, a world. An adversarial relationship. I just want to see a sad person put their their two books <laughs> and that's Sam Rockwell into their Honda Civic. 
Sam Rockwell. And close the door and just kind of look up to the sky. With like ELO playing or something like that. Somebody knocks on his door. Hey! And he's like, and he's like oh, <laughs> he's yeah, like, hey, 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 yes, yeah, yeah. I really love Someone your, that can I, turn I, I, it on and then turn it off. Like, it could be real. I really love your speech, yeah. And then be like, hey, how's it going? Now, you know. now, this is what I want you to do. I want you to follow. I want you to walk these steps. I want you to do it because you can do it. I know it because I've done it myself. I'm here. We're, we're, we're we can walk this right. line together. Okay, you know, thank you. God bless. I love you. All right. Yeah. Okay, have a good one. I gotta get. I gotta get down the road. I've got three more of these stocks. I gotta do in, uh, you know, in Knoxville next week. So I mean, tomorrow night. So I gotta get moving. Right. All right. And there has to be some kind of way for them to actually be motivated motivate themselves actually find the happiness throughout the the story like him actually him actually experiencing coming to terms with being happy i loved it like him confessing as he's sadly drinking alone next yeah. to a guy at the it's hotel bar i don't know I, no one fucking knows. I don't know how I can sit there and try to motivate. I gotta tell a bunch of people tomorrow to fucking find their own happiness. Yes, yes. And here a I am. bunch of that. Here I am. A bunch of that. Just fucking staring at a whiskey in on the rocks. Staring at the whiskey. It's just. I, I it's fucking sad. It's 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 ridiculous because there is no happiness in life. Mm-hmm. Well, Have I, a long diatribe about like death and how like at the end of the day it doesn't matter. And, so I'm just I'm just quite frankly. I don't know how many times I'm going down the interstate and I come and I see a guardrail and I just want to crash right fucking through it. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's pretty dark, man. Uh, so you're well, doing a motivational speech tomorrow? So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. I'll be yeah. there tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? What? That's ex- this is exactly the the motif that we're looking yeah. for. And at the end of the day, this could be a podcast. I'm gonna shoot myself in the face. I'm just gonna hang myself in this fucking hotel bathroom. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, give us money. Here's a here's the deal, guys. Uh, we do this because we enjoy each other's company. But I hope you enjoy wow. our company oh. as well. Do you enjoy our company? I do. Yeah. No, well, no I'm talking to the audience. Jesus, Bobby. I know you enjoy being around me. I get it. I'm fun to be around. <laughs> I bring a lot to the party. Let's just say that. Uh, the question is, you know, what are you bringing to the party? Bring something to the party. Because, <laughs> you know. Thanks so much for listening. Bring something to the party. Yeah. There's uh, there's links below. Yeah. Wherever what, the hell you're watching. What are you going to bring on this picnic? And don't tell me a fucking apple. Exactly. <laughs>